Today on the podcast, I ask whether there is reason to be concerned over David Pasternak's lack of a contract extension, and we take a look at the NHL Network's rankings of the top wingers and centers right now. All this and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, August 26th. How how is that even possible? Summer, almost over. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day all through the summer. Really appreciate all those who have checked out all the off-season content. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so at Locked On Boston Bruins on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let me pop the lights on here. If you're on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian. C. McLaren. I am a lifelong Boston Bruins fan. I've been covering this team for various outlets for about 17 years and excited for another season of Boston Bruins hockey right around the corner. Coming up on the three-year anniversary of hosting this daily Boston Bruins podcast. If you missed my interview with Bruins prospect Matt Poitra, That came out on Monday of this week, so I suggest you go check that out. Now, earlier this week as well, I think it was Tuesday, there was a series of tweets from at AR Hockey Stats, an analytics duo based in Czechia, who tweeted about David Pasternak's contract situation. Here's what they had to say. The Boston Bruins would like to resign David Pasternak this offseason already. But according to our source, Pasternak is in no rush to sign an extension. Not so good news for Boston, to say the least. They continued. It looks like he wants to know if the Bruins still will have a chance to win the Stanley Cup in those next years when Bergeron and Krejci retire. He wants a Stanley Cup so bad, it's his goal. Another tweet. Don't get us wrong, he still prefers to stay in Boston. He loves the city, but nothing is sure right now. Maybe we'll see Stamkos Godro situation again or something like that in next summer. Of course, Steven Stamkos hit unrestricted free agency with the Tampa Bay Lightning a few years ago, ultimately decided to remain with the team, won a couple cups since. Uh, 
Johnny Godreau, on the other hand, decided to leave the Calgary Flames and sign with the Columbus Blue Jackets earlier this summer. Here's the thing. Whether or not this is accurate, there's some truth to it. You can't look at the Boston Bruins beyond this coming season and say with any confidence that David Pasternak likes what he sees in this team. You know, the Bruins brought David Krejci back and he will be given a chance to center a line with Taylor Hall and David Pasternak. Could be Boston's top line to begin the season with Brad Marchand out with injury. Beyond that, though, say this is the last dance, a swan song for Bergeron Krejci as they try to go out on top. Who is there for Pasternak to play with next season? Is Pavel Zaka coming in enough to appease him? A duo from Czechia that, uh, yeah, could be the next big thing for the Boston Bruins, depending on whether Zaka fully develops his game this season and is a fit with the Boston Bruins. That certainly is a reason why he was acquired. Being from Czechia, the fact that they have played together internationally in the past. Uh, You know, maybe the opportunity to play with another fellow countryman will be enough to entice him to come back. Charlie McAvoy, Hamas Lindholm are signed long-term. Jeremy Swayman will be taken care of next summer. So you have some pieces in place to build a next wave around. It will take some creativity to bring some players in, to hopefully develop from within. You hope that a Jacksonica, Fabian Lysel, Mason Lorai, maybe John Beecher, Brett Harrison, they take some big steps and become, I don't know if, It might be a stretch to say they'll become core players for the Boston Bruins, but contributing members at least. Is that enough to entice David Pasternak to re-sign with the Boston Bruins? We hope that's the case. And, you know, there's still time to get a deal done. I believe his last contract was signed, you know, closer to uh, the start of the season. And there's still... Plenty of time to get a deal done before puck drops on a new season, before it becomes a story that bleeds into the regular season, potentially becomes a distraction. Uh, I'm still hopeful that a deal gets done. If it doesn't get done and you go through the season with some uncertainty, that's going to be a tough question for Don Sweeney. Do you hold on to him for a playoff run? And risk losing him in free agency? Or do you look to trade him prior to the the deadline? For some meaningful pieces. Not just draft picks and prospects. But for someone who could help them still this season. Um, Might be a crazy idea. But I keep coming back to the New York Rangers. Uh, Capo Keiko there. Second overall pick. Right winger. 
could there be something there? Who knows? That's just something that's been flying through my mind lately. But that's the latest on David Pasternak from a source in Czechia. And until a deal is signed, there's going to be questions and eyebrows raised about David Pasternak's future with the Boston Bruins. Now, before we get to these NHL network rankings, a quick word about betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You can find news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, golf, and BetOnline is the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. Head to BetOnline today on your computer, use your website, sorry, use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today at BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, let's dive into these NHL Network rankings. Uh, the NHL Network producers and analysts chose 20 wingers and 20 centers that they ranked as the best in the league right now. It's a nine-part series. I assume they'll cover goalies, defensemen as well. They've also released... Um, Another list that covered top wing in the NHL in three seasons. Let's begin at the winger spot. And there are two Bruins on the list. One cracked the top ten and one did not. We'll start at the number nine spot. Brad Marchand. They wrote the 34-year-old left wing led the Bruins with 80 points. 32 goals, 48 assists, and 97 penalty minutes. He had 25 multi-point games, 27 power play points, 6 game-winning goals, and a plus 16 rating in 70 games. Of his 19 minutes and 15 seconds of ice time per game, which led Bruins forwards, he played 324 on the power play, 138 shorthanded, scoring 2 shorthanded goals. Marchand ranks second in goals among wingers since 2013-14 with 284, trailing only Alex Ovechkin of the Washington Capitals, who has 409. Uh, Mike Rupp, NHL and network analyst, said, The guy doesn't have to get points. He certainly can get points. He puts up some big-time numbers, but he can kill that penalty. He can provide that energy. He can block that shot. He can draw that penalty to get them on the power play. This guy does everything, and I'm a huge fan of Brad Marchand. I just think that this is one of those guys, again, he influences games like not many can in the NHL. So you might think that David Pasternak, being a bit younger, having scored 40 goals last season, former Rocket Richard Trophy winner might be ranked higher than Marchand, but no. David Pasternak comes in 11th on this list. They wrote, he scored 40 goals last season. Second time in three seasons, he had at least that many. And the sixth straight season, he had at least 20 goals. 
The 26-year-old right wing was first on the Bruins in power play goals, game-winning goals, and shots. He was second on the Bruins in points. And his 215 goals in the NHL since 2016-17 rank 5th. So how is he not a bit higher on this list? The NHL Network ranked Alex Ovechkin as the top winger in the NHL right now. He certainly has the best numbers at that position over the last several years. Um, He scored 50 last season. He tied the NHL record held by Wayne Gretzky and Mike Bossy for 50-goal seasons. It was his ninth. He had 90 points. Um, He was a legit MVP candidate last season. To put him number one, I mean, perhaps. Nikita Kucherov comes in at number two. Uh, He's a Hart Trophy winner. Two Stanley Cups, plus another final appearance to his credit. They put Kirill Kaprizov third. He won the Calder Trophy a couple years ago. Had a great season, but he has a very small sample size at the NHL level. He's going to be a star. He is a star. But um, to put him third over a guy like Brad Marchand, I don't know. That's a tough call. Mitch Marner comes in at fourth. He had 35 goals, 97 points last season. Certainly one of the more exciting players in the game. Uh, They wrote he's been a factor since his rookie season with at least 61 points. Is that really something to write home about? 60 points. They had Jonathan Huberto in the top five. He had an excellent offensive season. He does not have the defensive game that... Brad Marchand brings to the table. Doesn't even have the defensive game that David Pasternak has developed. Mikko Rantanen at number six. Fine, he won a, a Stanley Cup. 92 points in 75 games last season. Uh, Johnny Godreau, seventh. Artemi Panarin, eighth. And then, of course, Marchand, ninth. Followed by Patrick Kane and Pasternak. Pasternak came ahead of Matthew Kachuk, Kyle Connor, Jake Gensel, Jason Robertson, Chris Kreider, Alex DeBrinkett, Gabriel Landeskog, Philip Forsberg, and Mark Stone. I don't know. In my mind, I just see Marchand and Pasternak as deserving of being a bit higher in these rankings. Again, if you look at goals since 2015-2016, among wingers, Marchand, Pasternak rank second and third behind Alex Ovechkin. In terms of total points, since 2015-2016, you have Patrick Kane, Artemi Panarin, Brad Marchand as your top three point getters over those last six, seven seasons. Brad Marchand certainly worthy of being in the top five. 
Uh, Pasternak, you know, he's he's down the list in terms of wingers in points, overall points. He's a very talented goal scorer. You know, he doesn't play the short-headed minutes that Brad Marchand does. Um, doesn't necessarily have the same playmaking ability, although that's an underrated part of his game. Certainly, he's worthy of being in the top 10. Marchand, I think, should have been in the top 5. And that should be a consideration, of course, with Pasternak's contract. He should be paid handsomely on his next deal, and uh, the Bruins should be prepared to to cough up, uh, you know, in the double-digit millions to secure his services. So when it comes to the winger rankings, very, very off base here when it comes to these two Bruins. When it comes to top wing in the NHL in three seasons, they have Kirill Kaprizov, Philip Forsberg, Kyle Connor, Jason Robertson, and Alex Dabrinkit. Again, no mention of David Pasternak. He's really in the prime of his career. Again, there's some questions about who he's going to play with. Perhaps his production might drop off post Bergeron and Krejci. Uh, maybe that's a concern, but nobody can tell the future. And it's uh, he definitely deserves to be in that conversation. He has a Richard Trophy. Uh, he's successful at the NHL and international levels. And yeah. The fact that he is not one of the faces of the league is uh, is mind-boggling to me. Before we get to the center rankings from NHL Network, a quick word from the NHTSA Drive Sober or Get Pulled Over program. Say you're hanging out this weekend with some friends, putting back a few drinks. That becomes a few too many, and as the evening comes to an end, and people start to head home, you think of calling for a ride. But then you're like, nah, I live nearby. I can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, your job, total your car. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. That doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel, though, while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, please think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead. Get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, let's look at the center rankings now and see where our Boston Bruins, if any, rank on this list. We'll just go from the top and work our way down. At number one, no surprise, Connor McDavid, arguably the best player in the NHL in the world. Austin Matthews comes in at number two, followed by... Nathan McKinnon of the Colorado Avalanche, Leon Dreisaitl of the Edmonton Oilers, Sidney Crosby of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Number six, we have Alexander Barkov from the Florida Panthers. At number seven, Steven Stamkos of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And finally, at number eight, 
Patrice Bergeron of the Boston Bruins. They write, Bergeron has been one of the best at the position for the past decade, winning the Selkie Trophy as the best defensive forward last season for an NHL record fifth time. He led the NHL in faceoff wins, faceoff percentage, uh, shot attempt percentage, with Boston taking 65.1% of all shot attempts when he was on the ice at 5-on-5. The highest percentage of any player since the stat was first recorded in 2009-2010. He was also third on the Bruins with 65 points, 25 goals, 40 assists in 73 games. I guess those offensive numbers keep him down a bit, but all of the above, especially the face-off numbers, are specific to centers. So how can you not have him a bit higher on this list? He was just named the best two-way forward, the best defensive forward last season. Certainly that should say something. It was the fifth time he had that award. For me, you know, the top three, four, perhaps pretty locked in based on their pedigrees but honestly I'd put Bergeron ahead of Crosby at this moment Crosby still has some more offensive pop he had 84 points in 69 games last season but when it comes to the defensive side of the game Bergeron has to be getting a bit more credit there. Uh, that should be worth something. To be named the best defensive forward and you put an eighth on the list of centers, that's just too low. I'm sorry. Bergeron deserves a bit more respect than that. Elsewhere on the list, you have Sebastian Ajo, Mika Zibanejad rounding out the top 10. No other Bruins, of course, cracking this list. Um, and I don't think that will change anytime soon. In fact, the Bruins will probably lose a player off this list if this is indeed Bergeron's final season. But 8th eighth, eighth ranked center in the NHL? Nah, that's, that's way too low for our boy Patrice Bergeron. Let me know what you think. Drop a comment on the YouTube channel. Hit me up at ENC McLaren or at Locked NHL Bruins and let me know what you think about uh, the uh, rankings here. Before we finish up, congrats to Phil Kessel for jumping on with the Vegas Golden Knights. Head coach Bruce Cassidy, I had been hoping that they'd be reunited, just not in Vegas per se. Um, and, uh, yeah, just would have been cool to see him back with the Boston Bruins, but alas, he has gone to Vegas. Anyways, that's it for, uh, today's episode, my friends. I hope you're all doing well, taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. Not sure what's on the docket here for us this weekend. Might hit up a beach on Sunday. One of our boys... But birthday's next week, so that may be part of the festivities. 
But uh, yeah, just getting ready for school to start around the corner and uh, enjoying these last days of summer. If you're looking for something else to listen to today, check out the Locked On NHL podcast daily 30-minute show covering all things NHL all year long. Next week, we'll be back with three fresh new Locked On Bruins episodes bringing you all the latest on the Spoked B and what's going on around the NHL. Thanks again for making it part of your day, and we'll talk to you again here on Monday on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every day.